Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What is going on everyone? My name is Andy. Welcome back to another FPL video. And this one is my team selection for game week two. So I'm going to go through how the team is looking, thoughts on transfers, captaincy, all that good stuff. And I'm going to take you through how I did in game week one. So if you enjoyed these videos, make sure to give them a like, hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And if you want help with your team planning throughout the season, suggested transfers and all that good stuff as well, make sure to check out Fantasy Football Hub. All the links you need are in the description below. So game week one was pretty good for me. I finished on 80 points total and that gave me a game week rank of 710,070. And because it's the first game week, my overall rank is exactly the same. So a pretty solid start. But I know from experience just how quickly things can change in the first few weeks for better or worse. So there's no room for complacency. That being said, if you could get a game week rank around 700k every single week, you get pretty close to winning FPL. So I don't want to get too ahead of myself. But maybe this is the season I can finally win it. And if you want to follow along, make sure that you subscribe. In terms of the squad that I picked, only three of the first 11 blanked in game week one. That was Pickford, Fernandez, and Rashford. Man United attackers in particular were really disappointing. I thought that game against Wolves at Old Trafford was pretty much a banker for goals. And Man United was just pretty terrible. I will talk more about Fernandez and Rashford when we discuss the Game Week 2 team, but not happy with three points each from them. With Pickford, you could say that was a mistake, because I spent most of preseason saying I didn't want to back the Everton defence, and that for 4.5 million, I preferred Steele, Johnston and Flecken. In the end, I went for none of them. I chose to go for the Pickford and Turner rotation, so I did get sucked in by that. But it's way too early to say that it was a mistake. I do have 0.5 in the bank, so I could have gone for Anana, who's already racked up nine points. But if you watch the Man United game, you're probably saying to yourself, how did they get a clean sheet anyway? So Pickford disappointing in game week one. Let's see how he does over the first few weeks. All of my defenders returned. None of them got a clean sheet, but they all got an assist. Chilwell and Estrepinian got bonus points, so they both finished on seven. Obviously, I got really lucky with a Gabriel to Saliba new, so I made that swap. For anyone that didn't and has Gabriel, hopefully the points difference won't end up being too much, but obviously I did get lucky with that, and then I got even luckier with the assist, because all it was was a sideways pass to Saka, 
And then Saka's just nailed it in from like 20, 25 yards. And that's just one of those assists that you sometimes get in FPL. The other midfielders, Martinelli, great assist, that little back heel. Obviously, Saka got the goal I spoke about, plus bonus. And then Burma was one of my favorite moments of game week one because it would have been easy to have been kind of talked out of him because in the end, his ownership was quite low. It was lower than Eze and Matoma, both overall and within kind of Twitter and YouTube community. But he got his penalty. We knew he was on them. And he came really close to scoring another goal as well. And I, it kind of went, like I said, that yes, they're going to miss Tony, but I don't think it's going to be this massive miss that people think because Frank, uh, Thomas Frank and Brentford just know what they're doing. So I'm really happy with the Mbermo pick, especially because Spurs was probably their toughest game in the first kind of six game weeks. So to already have a return and now a great fixture run looks pretty good. Up front, Watkins obviously smashed by Newcastle 5-1, but he's still got an assist. And then Erling Haaland, basically new, uh, normal service resumed. Two goals, three bonus, 13 points, captain, 26. Happy day. So, so far, not regretting not having Salah. Game week two might be a bit different. So my defense is pretty straightforward for game week two, but I do have that 0.5 million in the bank, which is burning a bit of a hole in my pocket. So I will discuss how I could use that in a minute. With my goalkeepers, because of that rotation between Turner and Pickford, the decision is basically made for me. I don't really rate the Nottingham Forest defense, but I don't rate the Everton one either. So I'd rather take Sheffield United at home than Aston Villa away. So Pickford's going to be on my bench. And then in game week three, he'll be back into the first 11. But for game week two, I'm going to play Matt Turner. My back three is the same as game week one. So that is Chilwell, Estrepinian, and Saliba. They've all got away games this week. So Chilwell is West Ham, Estrepinian is Wolves, and Saliba is Crystal Palace. Most of my first 11 has an away game, which isn't ideal, especially when I don't have any Liverpool players against Bournemouth at home. But I knew that was going to be the case when I built my game week one squad. And game week two does feel like a bit of damage limitation. Like if I can get close to the Salah and Trent teams and not fall too far behind, I'll consider that a win. And obviously if I do better, happy days. Because from game week three onwards, I think I'm going to be in a slightly better position. So I'm not too worried about that. And ultimately I've got to play those three defenders because Kabori from Luton is blanking. Their game against Burnley is obviously postponed until later in the season. And Udogi's got Man United at home. And despite how bad Man United were against Spurs... I would expect them to score in that game. And I think Chilwell and Estrepinian would just have to have a really bad fixture for me to consider benching them because they're such good players in attack. And obviously defensively, their teams are good as well. With Saliba, if you own him, there is almost no reason to be thinking about getting rid of him. I think Crystal Palace away this week, Fulham at home game week three, perfectly good fixtures to play him, especially when we know how good that Arsenal defence is. Unless, of course, you've got 0.5 million in the bank, and you really love Reese James. And then maybe you could, uh, could consider making that move this week. Now, most people would say, and they'd be absolutely right, just roll the transfer this week, see if anything else crops up in game week three. And if it doesn't, you can just make the transfer anyway. And that is absolutely correct. One thing I'm slightly worried about is a price rise for Reese James. So you can see these for free on Fantasy Football Hub. He's currently plus 61% to rise. If he gets to 90% or higher there's a good chance he's going to go up in price potentially before the deadline. And if that happens, I then need to make a second transfer to fund the move to get him. And he, it's not like this is a massive knee jerk because James blanked in game week one. But if you were watching the videos, you know how much or how close I came to having him in my game week one squad. And now I'm thinking after that Liverpool game, I really wish I'd just started with him. 
And it's not that Saliba's bad. It's just that I think Reese James is better. So would I rather have Saliba against Crystal Palace or James against West Ham? Definitely Reese James. And then from game week three onwards, I would definitely want James. Luton at home, Forrest at home. All those good fixtures we've spoken about plenty of times for Chelsea. And I put this through the planner on Fantasy Football Hub. Again, all the links you need for this stuff is in the description below. If I was to sell Saliba, there's not really any weeks where it makes a... Um, I'm just going to put Reese James in it, where it makes a big difference to my team because Udogi on the bench covers really well for Estepinian. So in game week three, you'd have Chilwell and James against West Ham away, Estepinian against Wolves away. In game week three, you'd play all three of them again. So Chelsea have got Luton, Estepinian has, uh, has West Ham at home. In game week four, again, you'd play both Chelsea players because they've got Nottingham Forest at home. Estepinian's got Newcastle at home. I wouldn't mind playing him in that fixture but if I didn't want to, Udogi's got Burnley away. And if he's still first choice and playing week in, week out, that wouldn't be that bad. And it's a similar situation in game week five. Chilwell and Reese James have got Bournemouth away. SGP Nan has Man United away. But Udogi has got Sheffield United at home. So there's not really a week up until about game week 10, I think, where I would even want Saliba anyway. And it just comes back to that point that he's not bad. But I think Reese James is better. Now, ultimately, right, I'm not sitting here trying to make content for the sake of it. I probably will just roll because anything can happen going into game week three. And obviously, Pochettino did say that Reese James came off against Liverpool because he was tired. But there is part of me that thinks, is there a knock there? Or is he perhaps not up to full match fitness? And if that's the case, could there be issues over the next few weeks? So I think the correct decision, and if I was kind of answering a question for any of your teams, is probably to roll. But if Reese James gets close to rising, I am going to be tempted to just... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com pull the trigger this week so my midfield five is Saka in Burmo Martinelli Fernandez and Rashford and we should probably start by talking about the two Man United players because if you own them you're probably frustrated and I get it that game against Wolves on Monday wasn't great I watched the whole thing am I worried about how Rashford and Fernandez plus the whole Man United team played yes am I concerned with how quickly Ten Hag can fix that before Spurs away definitely but even all that being said I don't really see any reason why you'd sell Fernandez or Rashford this week for a few reasons, right? One, they don't just become bad FPL options overnight. Spurs away is not a completely awful fixture. And in game week three, they got Nottingham Forest at home. But also, if you're looking to bring someone in this week as a kind of medium to long-term option, you have to guarantee that they're a better choice and preferably a better choice from game week two. So take Salah, for example. I would love to have him in my team, as you know, 
but he's a lot more money. And I don't think taking minus eights, minus twelves is worth it. Any other Liverpool player for Bournemouth at home, if you nail the right one, happy days. But after that, they'd be a minute's risk anyway. And then the player that keeps kind of going around is James Madison. And I do think he could be a really good long-term option that will continue to tick over with points. But is he definitely better in game week two with Man United at home than Fernandes or Rashford are with Spurs away? I would say probably not. And then in game week three, like I said, Man United have got Nottingham Forest at home. So there's not even necessarily a need to make that move in game week three. You could wait until game week four and then decide how things are looking. And I get that Madison might go up in price, but I think that's worth it for the additional information. And if we look at game week two outside of that, the other best fixtures are probably Forest at home to Sheffield United. Even if I wanted Gibbs White, they've got awful fixtures after that. Fulham against Brentford, no midfielders I'd want there. Man City against Newcastle, maybe Foden, especially with De Bruyne out. But I feel like loads of Foden owners are already asking me whether they should sell him after just one week. And I don't really want that headache. Diaby maybe against Everton. You kind of get the point, right? There's not, a, there's not a huge amount of options that I can go and buy for Fernandez or Rashford that I think are guaranteed better options in game week two and beyond. So I will definitely be keeping them. I really hope Man United learn to play some good attacking football uh, sooner rather than later. With Mbermo, he's definitely staying. I think in game week one, there was a case to be made that Matoma was the slightly better option because in the short term, obviously, he had Luton at home. But if I was picking now, I would definitely go for Mbermo. The fixture run is incredible. Fulham away. They conceded loads of chances to Everton. Brentford are a better attacking team. They got two home games, Palace at home, Bournemouth at home. Newcastle away is tough. But then it's Everton at home, Forest away. So unless something goes really wrong with Brentford or there's an injury or something like that, I can't really see myself considering dropping in Burmo until at least game week eight. Because even with the likes of Richarlison and Madison, within Burmo, it costs less money. So we've got more money to spend elsewhere. And he's definitely on penalties. Whereas with Spurs, we don't know who their penalty taker is right now. So I'd even make an argument that because of the money saving, in Burmo is still a better option than Madison. I know lots of you would disagree with that. But for now, I'm going to stand by it. I might uh, kind of rethink that in a couple of game weeks. Saka's obviously great. Most nailed Arsenal attacker. Probably still on penalties. I, I don't think... I thought Arsenal dominated Forest, but I don't know if they created a huge amount of chances. But again, they got such good fixtures, there's no real use worrying about that. I think going into game week one, Martinelli was always the one I was least sure about with this midfield five because I do think at some point he's going to lose some minutes. But he played like 85 minutes against Forest, So if that continues then I'm obviously going to hold him for Palace away and Fulham at home. But after that, if I do need some money for other moves, he probably would be the first one that I'd move on. But that's the beauty of not knee-jerking straight away. If he's continuing to play really well and Rashford and Fernandes are still not looking great, then it might be that I hold on to Martinelli and sell the Man United players instead. And just in terms of needing money for other moves, like right now everything seems pretty easy. But at some point round about game week five maybe game week six suddenly kieran trippier comes into my mind he's got brentford at home sheffield united away burnley at home west ham away palace at home and he costs 6.5 million now obviously you can get into that newcastle defense for cheaper share is only 5 million botman is 4.5 but if i want the best option from that team in defense trippier is the one that i need and he costs 6.5 million which is a million more than any of my other defenders so i might need to get money by doing something like Martinelli or Fernandez to like an Eze or a Charleston or a Madison or someone like that. So I think for now, it's it's just the easy decision to just stick with 
players I selected before game week one, give them at least another chance. And even if they don't do that well this week, when you see the team for game week three with all those great home fixtures, it's just not going to feel that bad anyway. And then up front, it's Ollie Watkins and Erling Haaland. And outside of Matt Turner in goal, they're the only other players in my first 11 with a home fixture. So if everyone else does end up blanking with all their away games, hopefully Watkins and Haaland can at least get me some points. Just on Watkins... There's lots of nice new shiny forwards on offer at the moment, like Jao Pedro, lots of people have bought Isaac, there's Nicholas Jackson as well. But unless I need the money, I don't really see any point in moving off Watkins just yet. Like Everton at home is a pretty good fixture. Straight after that is Burnley away. Bit more difficult in game week four, Liverpool away, but straight after that is Crystal Palace at home. So even if I wanted someone like Nicholas Jackson for Chelsea's run, I don't necessarily need to rush to get him in game week three, because Burnley away is almost as good as Luton at home like obviously I'd rather have Luton at home but you kind of get what I'm saying and I said this pre-season players like Watkins they're kind of safe solid you know they're always going to start lots of goal threat probably penalties as well so there's never a mad rush to get rid of them and I kind of like that because it doesn't force you into loads of moves but if I do need the money for a Reese James or a Trippier I've got players like Watkins, Martin and Fernandez, where there are other options that I could go to later on but for now I'm going to stick with him Haaland, not really too much to say. Out of all the players I've got to choose from, he's easily the best captain. Obviously, the best captain for game week two is Salah, but I don't have him. Am I worried about that? Well, obviously, there's a little part of me that thinks he could easily get 15-plus points, and that would be frustrating not owning him. But I made that decision in game week one. I'm still pretty happy with it. The only thing that might look like a mistake is I considered doing Martinelli, Fernandez, Watkins to Matoma, Salah, and Jao Pedro. And all three of those players in the Salah combination returned in game week one. So if Salah also beats Haaland in game week two with captaincy factored in, and Matoma and Jao Pedro continue to return, then that combination might have been a better way to start, and I could have redistributed the funds from game week three onwards. But I think even if I went that way, I'd probably redistribute the funds to get a team similar to this, so I'm still hoping long-term I've made the right decision. But as I've already kind of mentioned, I know there's probably going to be some damage in game week two and I might fall behind. But from game week three onwards, hopefully I'll be okay. So the only move I'm really considering for this team is Saliba to Reese James. I know deep down it's probably not worth doing this week. But that might not completely stop me doing it. Let me know what you think about that transfer in the comments below. I did also check the AI suggested transfers from Fantasy Football Hub. If you want to check them out, there is a link in the description below up to 50% off at the moment. If you don't win your mini league, you get your money back. Terms and conditions do apply for that. Make sure you check them out before signing up. And they have suggested doing Martinelli to Madison. Now, I kind of get why that is the case. Madison's a little bit cheaper all, definitely nailed on. I was going to say almost nailed on, but definitely nailed on. His minutes will be good. There is probably some worry with Martinelli that at some point Trossard might start or he might start getting subbed off early. But I think with Palace at home and Fulham away, if he starts those two, I probably just want to keep hold of him for now. But it's definitely food for thought. So if you want to check that out, links in the description below. Otherwise, I'm going to leave it there. Give the video a like if you enjoyed it and hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on podcasts, make sure to rate five stars as well. That really helps out. Otherwise, I'll catch you tomorrow for another video where I do final thoughts ahead of the Game Week 2 deadline. Sports Social Podcast Network.